This show is an Ultimate Podcast Group production. Hey, this is Live Better with Natasha, with me, Natasha Hamilton. This podcast is for anyone who is looking to broaden their horizons with their wellness, who want to heal, they want to grow, and they want to feel on top of the freaking world. Live Better with Natasha is all about exploring your mental, physical, and spiritual wellness. I feel we have to really look at all the aspects of wellness to be functioning at our best, you know, vibrating on that higher level. So with Live Better with Natasha, I bring leaders in their field, experts, people with just genuine life stories to help you figure out how you can lead a better life. This podcast means a lot to me because it's going to be honest and I think we need honest talks out there for people to realize that they're not going through stuff alone. It's not only you who it's happening to, it's happened to me, it's happened to so many other people. You know, we can have these events that happen in life that we can move forward from in a positive way and heal and just be happy. The type of people I'm going to have on this show are people who bring value, people who can help us maybe analyze or look at what we've been going through, you know, how you've been feeling, how we can move forward from maybe past trauma or past life experiences. Also people who can guide us, like open that door to a future that we always wanted to tap into, but we didn't maybe have the self-confidence. I just want to bring people into this Live Better with Natasha arena who can just help us feel supported, happy, and like we are living our best lives. So who am I? I am a mom of four. I'm an international singer. I'm an entrepreneur. I am a speaker. I'm good at making people feel comfortable, feeling like they have a story to be listened to. Like we all have a story to tell. And there's so many people out there who are going to benefit from hearing from it. I think the conversations you're going to get with Live Better with Natasha are going to be real often raw as well. I want this to be a comfortable environment for guests to be able to just speak their truth. We've all had so many life ups and downs. So we want to explore those, you know, the tough bits, but we also want to celebrate the wins. Life is a journey and we all want to come out the other side on top of the world like Rocky Balboa running up those steps with our hands in the air being the champion this is all about winning at your life story this podcast is going to have some incredible guests over the years I have met some wonderful people some may be famous and others will be incredible people who are just winning at life some weeks I will just be bringing you some of my personal stories, some of my wins, some of my challenges, like what is going on in my life? Like, how am I dealing with it? If I'm going through it, you sure as hell are as well. On the show, we're going to be sharing important and in-depth conversations And I thought, what better way to kick things off than to tell you a little bit more about my personal story. 
At the tender age of 16, I signed a 1.5 million record deal with Virgin Records. It was an absolutely incredible (laughs) experience for me. But what happened then was I was thrust into this crazy world of showbiz and, you know, being put out there as a role model. And I was 16. Like I'd literally just turned 16. I didn't know who the hell I was, let alone guide other young people. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I tried my hardest, but we were scrutinized constantly. We were constantly in the press. They were constantly um, discussing how we looked or what we were doing. And nothing ever seemed good enough. It was a really high pressured environment to grow up in. I feel like I, I lost a lot of those quite informative years from leaving school to becoming an adult. Even though I was living this incredible lifestyle, it wasn't normal. It's not normal to be 16, 17 years old and to be earning more money than maybe your parents ever have. Um, It's not normal to be wrapped up in this bubble where you don't even get to pay your own bills because you're never around. So you have other people doing things for you all the time. You can lose touch with reality. And I know so many people in the industry who didn't fare very well. Like their lives got turned upside down and ripped apart. And for me, I always had an incredible family. So whenever I came home, they were there. They kept my feet firmly on the ground. You know, I might have been doing number one albums and touring the world. But whenever I came home to Liverpool, it was get the dishes cleaned, do this, do that. You know, it was like just straight back to being normal life, which I loved because that's that's what I craved you kind of, you want to be famous. And then when you get famous, you just crave the normal. I had my first son when I was 20, which was a big shock. But at the time I just thought, well, you know, I've got this amazing house and I've got all this money in the bank. So like, who am I to not have this baby? And it was a massive decision. And I chose to be a mom. I chose to bring up my son, which is still the best decision I ever made. But it became increasingly difficult to be the pop star and the parent. And things really started to get difficult. Um, I was away from my son for a long period of time and it was heartbreaking. And whenever he came on tour with me, I wouldn't see him. I'd be leaving before he woke up and I'd be coming home when he was in bed. So it just got increasingly difficult. And then I just went into a really dark place of postnatal depression. And I hid that for a very long time because at 20, and especially, you know, we're talking 18 years ago now, 2002, 20 year olds with postnatal depression wasn't talked about. Back then, it was a very stereotypical mum at home, you know, she's had a job, but she's not gone back to work. And, you know, she's got this husband and this perfect life, but, you know, is is struggling with a baby. There was nothing out there that said young girls struggle too. There was nothing out there that said 20 year old pop stars are exempt from getting postnatal depression. But I put so much pressure on my own shoulders because I felt like me speaking out about how I was feeling, which was so sad, depressed, you know, with really dark thoughts. 
I thought people would say, you ungrateful little cow, like, look at you, you're a Tomic kit and you've got this lifestyle, you've got everything. So many people could dream of, like, it's really ungrateful. So I just zipped it up and, and pushed it further and further down. And even now, like, I can just feel that anxiety of how I felt back then. It will never, ever leave me. But it just made life unbearable. And I got to a point where I was constantly crying and I used to worry even more thinking, my son's going to see me cry every day and like, that's not good for him. So I had to make the biggest decision of my life at the age of 20. And that was, I have to get out of here. I can't do this anymore. And there was no other option, really. There was no one saying, oh, we'll take a year's hiatus, like take a year out go be a mom, you know, relax. We'll come back, you know, stronger and healthier and bigger and better. It was like, no, you have to do it now or there's no band. And I said, well, there's no band. So I kind of just took a big step back from it all and felt even more lost after that as well, because it was really difficult to integrate back into society as that girl from Atomic Kitten who just wanted to be normal, like, no, you're never going to be normal. You're always going to be looked at in a weird way. So that was kind of like, oh, this isn't what I was expecting. Then just kind of spent many years doing the odd bits of music, but just concentrating on having a family. You know, I got married and you know, I had a beautiful, you know, I had this beautiful family and life gets in the way and things don't go to plan. And, you know, I've been divorced once. People think I've been married a few times, actually, but I've only been married once. And by the time I had Ella, you know, it wasn't planned. It happened really quickly. She was my miracle baby. I'd been suffering with um, my ovaries and cysts and uh, been in and out of hospital. And I was told that I was probably going to be infertile and I was what, 31 then? So when I did fall pregnant with Ella, I was like, wow, like she's my miracle baby. But oh my God, I was ill. I was so poorly from the minute I fell pregnant with Ella. I think mainly because she was a girl, I wasn't used to carrying a girl. And then also I had like a new relationship and I had... (laughs) a lot of money worries because all my work just dried up. And that's like the fourth time in my life I would, I was having, you know, I was going through the same process. It was like, just about getting back on my feet, having another child, work, stopping. And it just, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. You know, I had prenatal depression. I got postnatal depression with Ella. I was, you know, sick for months and months. So (sighs) Ella must've been about between six to eight months old and I just I had a total breakdown I started having really dark thoughts not about the baby about myself and I said to my partner at the time this is what's going on in my head and I know this isn't normal I didn't say it as calm as that by the way (laughs) um it was really traumatic it was I felt like I was losing control of my mind Like I was like, I'm going crazy. And I went to hospital. I was terrified because when you have mental health issues, the hospital have to, they have to talk to like 
social services. They have to let people know what's going on within the house. And, you know, you hear that word social services and you're like, oh my God, like my children are going to be taken off me. Like I'm this bad, really bad parent. And I think that's why a lot of women don't seek the help they need or get the help they need because they're so freaking terrified of losing their family. And all I can say is, from my own experience, do not suffer in silence because social services, they know the difference between a mom who is struggling and a mom who doesn't care. And just because you're struggling, it doesn't mean you don't care. So, um, of oh course, I feel a bit emotional. <laughs> um, just get the help you need. God, it's so raw. It is so raw. But honestly, that breakdown was my breakthrough because everything was just laid bare. I, I had to be honest to myself. I had to say like, where do I go now? What is going to make me happy? Like, stop holding on to this past that you think is serving you because it clearly isn't. Like, just dig deep, find out what your new passions are and forge a new life, like forge forward. And I just rebuilt my life, literally, tiny baby steps, one foot in front of the other every single day. And I found solace in beauty. My sister at the time was a beautician. She'd gone to college. She was thriving. And I thought, yeah, I want to do this. Like, I love beauty. I get my nails done every week. I like a massage. Uh, like, so I just went. It was something for me that I could focus on for myself. It was something for me. It got me out of the house. You know, I had a friend who would come and look after Ella while I went and got ready for college and, I was terrified on my first day at college. I actually took my mum with me and I made her go and check it out (laughs) first (laughs) because I was so nervous. Honestly, every single week, Tuesday morning, I would get up, I would put on my uniform and honestly, I thrived. I was just mixing with other, you know, young girls who just left school and also women, women my age and women who were older who were going through, you know, a career pivot and wanting to do something totally different or do something for themselves because they've been doing stuff for everyone else all their lives. And what started as what I thought was just going to be a hobby turned into an actual career. I started in beauty. I went into holistic therapies. I then went to London and trained with the International Institute of Anti-Aging and became a skin specialist. I opened up a skin clinic. You know, I've done beauty pop-up shops like all around the Northwest. Like it was something that gave me so much uh, pride, like pride to be able to say, look, like I did it. Like I have created like the new version of me. Like I've updated my skills. And once you start doing that, it's quite addictive actually. (laughs) I ended up going on every single course that I could go on. Um, but just expanding my knowledge and it just made me have that purpose, that get up and go, that excitement about life. And now I'm actually not doing beauty now, but what I am doing is still 
all about wellness. It's about helping other people feel better about themselves. And that, like, honestly, I sit here now telling you this story, you know, going through my emotions, getting emotional, but I'm just so, so proud because I never thought I could do it, but now I'm the example of, I did, I did it. And honestly, if I can, you can too. Thanks for listening to this episode of Live Better with Natasha. If you have enjoyed the show, please give it a five-star review on whichever platform you get your podcasts. It helps us more than you can imagine to reach more people and share important lessons and conversations about mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. You can also connect with Natasha and become part of the Live Better movement right now by clicking the link in the show notes. If you're serious about scaling your personal or business brand, then you need to be producing audio. Yes, you need a podcast. Podcasting is exploding right now and means that you can reach a global audience, be seen as the expert in your marketplace, collaborate with world-renowned influencers, turn followers, fans, and listeners into paying clients, and open up a world of opportunities. So when you're ready to add the power of podcasting for your brand and business, check out the Ultimate Podcast Group, the team that make this this very podcast, Ultimate Podcast Group, your one-stop full-service agency for all your production needs. For more information, click the link in the show notes now.